0: hey everyone welcome to another episode of the fashion grunge podcast i'm your host lauren i'm charles what's up this is a special edition we are jumping into the aughts as it's called uh the decade is called and we're doing the rules of attraction from 2002 Lauren, are you ready
1: to go back to college?
0: Are you ready to go back <laughs> to motherfucking college? Because I feel like I was <laughs> when I was watching this. I was like, yeah. this reminds me of college. I mean, I I did see it in college. We were in school at the time. So that's, it's, that's so funny. And also, I think I'm going to call this these segments because a little housekeeping if you don't know why we're doing this. I'm going to do one film from the 2000s to, to to like 2020 or like current day once a month. And they're going to come out on the second Sunday of the month. So this will be out on the Sunday. But so, yeah, on the first, you'll know what we're going to do for the next the next month. So this is our November, the first one. I think I'm going to call it Forward Flash instead of Flash Forward.
1: Oh, OK, That's, so that seems like something that like the director of this m- m- movie would call it oh no, yeah good no. one yeah <laughs>
0: this is actually like really yeah this is actually good I didn't even think of that it's a good one yeah. good one Charles <laughs> <laughs> um yeah I'm super stoked to talk about this I it's on Amazon Prime uh, as we're recording I, it has been for a little while so if you haven't seen it I always say this but I'm like why are you listening to this if you haven't seen it because we're just going to tell you about the whole movie. So (laughs) you probably want to see it first, but uh, yeah, I'm super, I'm super stoked. So what are your, uh, what are your first thoughts on it? When did you see this? Um,
1: So I'm trying to think. So it was released in October of 2002 so um I would um I, I'm pretty sure I saw it with you like um because I I can't I think that we might have seen it while I was like home on like college break or something
0: I feel like I I saw this film multiple times in the theater yeah because I remember on October 11th I believe okay I was in school so I was up in New York and I think I remember seeing this with like a big group of people mm-hmm. and I never remember see, I never remember um like watching, like going to movies with like more than like two people. Like usually like if it's more than two people, then I kind of remember cause it was like a big group. Yeah. I can't hardly wait. That was like a big group. Mm-hmm. Um, but this one I saw with a bunch of friends from school. And then I think when I came home for like a winter break, it was still out Okay, I'm sure. like, yeah, I'm sure that's when we saw it. Okay. But I remember, I think Mike was like, didn't we see this together? I was like, I feel like I saw this movie like two or three times in the theater. Like I really liked it. Yeah, and and I remember Chrissy, my old college roommate. She was reading the she read the book like Mm. after we saw the film. So I know we saw it together. She was like, "Oh, it's a book. I really want to read it." So she was reading the book.
1: Yes, I um I uh I read the book in college after I saw it too.
0: Oh, cool. Um, Do you remember? Do you still remember like some of the plot points that what was yeah? It's
1: um it's really close to 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 the movie. Oh, um, okay, but, that's um, good. Like one thing that stands out is like the relationship between Sean and Paul, like it's not necessarily as clear like that. It's all taking place in Paul's mind. So like it sort of, I, I, I guess like the, the, this author kind of likes to play with reality a lot. Yeah. So, like, you know, um, so it, it sort of feels a little more vague, I, I guess as to wh- whether or not they have like a romantic relationship or not.
0: It's also a very. Uh, I have not read less than zero. I think I bought it, but I haven't read it. Oh, it's good. I, it's it's good, good. It's good, right? Yeah, he's a good. Uh, he's a good author. the The author is Brett Easton Ellis. He also wrote American Psycho. I've read American Psycho. And okay. That one is extremely different from the film. Oh, although I do, yes. Have you not? Have you read the book?
1: I uh, no. I've, I've read less than zero and I've read this one. I've, I've read Rules of Attraction. Oh, okay, have, Psycho.
0: American Psycho. I don't know if I still have it. It's fucking crazy. Like oh, they really? they could never make that into a film. It's way more crazy and explicit and 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 uh, yeah, it, it's just crazy. Now, I do love the way that Mary Heron, the director, like tackled that book and the way that they changed it. But I did find that Brett Easton Ellis said that Roger Avery, who's the director of this one, is like the only one out of the four people who've made films of his books who really got it. who really like understood exactly what he wanted to do. I think there are probably things he would have changed in the other films, but yeah. So this one, I think he's has a more symbiotic relationship with the, um, the director. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. So they like really collabed a lot, I think.
1: Um, Well, the director is the co-writer pulp, pulp fiction. Yeah. um, Which makes
0: a a lot of sense. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. It makes a lot of sense. That's really cool. I didn't know that I didn't do much investigation on Roger Avery. I do know um, that he what else did he do? Oh, well,
1: I think he also like helped write True Romance with Quentin Tarantino as well.
0: Oh, oh, that's right. I forgot that Tarantino wrote that. Um,
1: which is a movie that I love. Um, that...
0: Oh, we should do that.
1: Yeah, yeah. That's true. on my
0: list. I think it's on Prime too. Oh, it's, cool. I think it's somewhere. I remember seeing it. I was like, oh, True Romance. Yeah, we should we should do that. We should do that next yeah hey guys uh special special we we're doing (laughs) a true romance we're we're gonna do true romance next yeah cool i'm trying to think of what else did okay didn't didn't he do okay he did silent hill that's another one um and there's another one that he did too um lucky day okay he did this okay also it's also really weird that quentin tarantino is such a good i mean obviously it's not weird but it's good that he's a a really good writer i keep forgetting that he's not just a director Mm -hmm. because he also wrote natural born killers oh yeah like you would think that he would direct that you know because it's just kind of has his vibe but it's cool that he literally has been a really sick writer you know not just directing and writing his own stuff so
1: god can you imagine natural born killers if
0: like he directed it <laughs> holy shit i don't even know like honestly i would actually be interested in seeing a version of that oh i know i know or also the director terry gilliam who did fear and loathing yeah i'd yeah. be interested to see all three of them do um natural born killers yeah. i really that or fincher yeah that'd be cool too yeah like i that would that would be a that'd be really cool yeah I'm trying to think would you uh I would be interested in seeing what Tarantino would do with this, but yeah. I don't think he does youth very well
1: um yeah he, um I mean these people are i mean he tends to he um he tends to really like well, I don't know he a lot of his characters are like extremely violent like fucked up people so yeah that's he, true. I mean you know <laughs> he, um so um I mean um there is a quote by the director that I thought was kind of cool that uh, oh what he, um, okay. So I, I guess like the movie studio wanted to market this as like a teen comedy, and um, the the director was like, um, at, and so the director actually described this movie as an assassination on teen comedies.
0: <laughs> That's <laughs> so, pretty cool. Yeah, it definitely seems like because it came out in '02, which was definitely the highlight and the heyday of American Pie. And what she's all that and Mm -hmm. just tons of all those kind of films that came on the late nineties, like to the early two thousands. Yeah. That's cool. I like that. There's this kind of wave of this kind of dark indie cinema that came out in the early two thousands. The only other one I can think of right now was like Donnie Darko. Oh yeah. Like just a little bit more films that were a lot darker in general that were more teen in the teen sphere. But I'm sure there are other ones too, like Mysterious Skins, another one, another great Iraqi film, uh, just really dark. And, um, but it's great. I mean, I, we should review that as well, but yeah. Um, yeah. So that's super cool. That's super cool. I was going to say the only kind of like, now that I didn't even know that he did Pulp Fiction, but now that I can see that the drug dealer is very Pulp Fiction. <laughs> like,
1: oh, yeah. Well, there's actually a line in in, in, in in this movie that actually later appears in a tarantino movie so
0: oh that later appears what is it
1: so it's like it's it's like when he's just like it i forget the exact phrase like he when the guy's like you're as about as helpful as an asshole on my elbow yeah um <laughs> so.
0: is that what movie is that in
1: um i think it's in i think it's in one of the kill bills
0: oh no way yeah so did he didn't help write Co- kill bill i roger avery don't believe he did officially but I, th- I think that like but they're friends probably but i think that,
1: like that whole group of friends like quentin tarantino and robert rod rodriguez like they, oh, yeah. they, they sort of give each other permission to like take characters from like each other's movies and like you know they will like take lines and stuff oh that, like, okay people write so like y- 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 you know so it's, it's 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 like the whole like you know wb casting pool from like 1999 it's like extremely incestuous yeah
0: so, it's also kind of like what hbo does now i feel like you yeah. see the same person in like four hbo shows mm-hmm. like <laughs> it's kind of funny um this was uh so yeah so you saw it in the theater and probably with me on the many times that i've seen it. Because i remember seeing it with you and mike and so i know i've seen it multiple times but um yeah this was one of my favorite films like when I was young, I really liked it a lot. I still like it. Uh, I own it on DVD. So it's, it's one that I think I have the soundtrack too mm. somewhere, but I know I have it on my Spotify. Cause it's such a great soundtrack. Yeah. Um, yeah, which is okay. So the book in the book, isn't this supposed to be in the eighties? I believe so. I, that's um, why the music I would think is kind of eighties. Cause I, the music
1: is eighties. I think the book came out in like 1986 or 87. And I think that like, the book is supposed to be like barely like contemporary.
0: Yeah. Okay. So, so so they've kind of made the music in 80s style, but everything else is current. Yeah. We know that everything else is pretty current somewhat, right? Yeah. They don't have kind of the, yeah, it's not very, I don't think it's, it really tells you what time it is. The only difference I would say that would make me believe that it might be supposed to be in the nineties is the fact that there's, I didn't see one cell phone. Yeah, And like in O2, people had phones. Like yeah. you would go to a, um. but people in this film are just using landlines and pay phones. Yeah. So I'm assuming that they didn't want to add a phone because that's not how it happened in the book. Like mm-hmm. there was like how you contact people or like, m- like you know, missed connections kind of thing. Like you kind of had to have a, a land phone and like check messages and all that kind of shit. So,
1: yeah,
0: and they still had flyers and like all that. So that's why I'm thinking that it's probably supposed to be just like, ambiguous but not blatantly modern you know yeah 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 so that's that's pretty cool so did you have do you have any behind the scenes notes thanks for listening to the fashion grunge podcast to hear the rest of this episode go check out our patreon it's patreon.com slash fashion grunge and we have 90 episodes up there including complete series recaps of freaks and geeks my so-called life tons of movies and just a ton more content so go check it out as always rate like subscribe please give us five stars on apple podcasts and spotify and thanks. Bye.